Welcome back to Coffee in the Bible. We're sorry we missed you last week, but uh, Daniel, myself, we, along with uh, approximately 30 volunteers, had a vacation yeah. Bible school here in our local church. We had 73 kids in attendance, and it was a, a great full week of ministry. It was awesome. Lots of dancing and hopping and mm. movements for songs. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you remember some of those? I could probably pull some out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was really a, a good week. This last Sunday, um, I preached a message called The Perfect Storm. What a great message. It, yeah. it was a challenging message. It's a message of hope, I should say it that way. Not yeah. necessarily challenging, but hope. Yeah. Because in the middle of every storm that we go through, there is hope. And Jesus and James both tell us that we will go through storms. Hmm. And Paul. And Paul, right? yeah. yeah. I mean, you'll find storms throughout the entire scriptures from, from yeah. Genesis to Revelation. But, um, <clears throat> you know, I was asked a question uh, over the weekend. And the question was that even though we live right as Christians and we work towards sanctification and holiness and we try to give our entire lives to the Lord and being obedient, do we still go through storms? Yeah. Do we still have those really hard times in our life. And that's a good, honest, fair question, I think. I think it's a, yeah. it is a fair question. Because I remember 25-plus um, years ago when I was saved, um, I, didn't, I wasn't raised in church, and so Christianity was new to me. But even still in the back of my mind, I thought, well, if I serve Christ, it's going to be a cakewalk. It's going to be <laughs> yeah. easy. Yeah, God's love will surround you so much oh, yeah. that... It'll just be like living on a comfortable bed. I know, took that stuff. salvation experience, that uh, yeah. that high of that salvation experience, because that high is like where that new man or new woman is born, you mm-hmm. know. And so you're walking on cloud nine for like seven, fourteen days. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It just it's, it's it's a honeymoon period with the Lord is the best way to describe yeah, it. Yeah, it is. And so I expected all of my Christian walk to be like that. Yeah, it wasn't. It hasn't been. <laughs> <laughs> nor, nor will it be. Nor will I, it be. I think God does for a new Christian. It seems supernaturally does protect and kind of um, enhance one's sanctification, but then He sometimes it seems almost steps back um, to let you as a person grow in your faith. Uh, and, to, and to begin to work out, like Paul says, work out that salvation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but God hasn't left by any means, you right. know, but he is, he is allowing growth to happen. But anyway. Absolutely. In, in James chapter 1, verse 2, it says, Can it all joy, my brothers and sisters, when you meet trials of various kinds? For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And I love this. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Mm. That's an amazing promise right there. Yeah. But what James is saying, you're going to have all shapes, all sizes of storms, of trials in your life. And those trials will produce steadfastness, steadfastness in serving the Lord. That way, when you have the, the lows, you're not going to walk away from the Lord. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're not going to feel like he's abandoned you or he's left you. Or as Jesus did with the disciples in John chapter 6, the word says that Jesus put the disciples in the boat and sent them into the Sea of Galilee, knowing that there would be yeah. a storm. 
Absolutely. Because Jesus knows all things. So he mm -hmm. knew there was going to be a storm. They're halfway in the middle of the sea. The storm arises. But yet Jesus knew it the whole time. Yeah. Absolutely. So you know what that, that tells us? It tells us that Jesus pushed the disciples into the storm. Mm-hmm. Here you go, boys. Oh, easy. There you go. <laughs> it's... Good luck. <laughs> you know? yeah. And uh, sometimes it feels like we're having a, a crisis of faith in those moments, but we need not to. We, I think uh, it's great. We, we, yeah, we, we don't need to have a crisis. Why? Because Jesus allowed the storm or he pushed you into the storm. Yeah. It's, it's one or the other. Any yeah. storm that you're facing in your life has been approved mm -hmm. by God. And doesn't mean that that's going to be pleasant. No to our flesh and to our human emotions. Right. And it's not pleasant, but uh, again, we don't have to panic or lose all hope. Right. right? And in fact, he's using that to build hope in us. Absolutely. And, and so uh, I don't want to talk about it too much because you can go back to our Pinole.Church uh, podcast and you can listen to Sunday's message. But the hope was that Jesus walked up on that water to the disciples in the middle of the storm and got in the boat with them. Yeah. And that tells us that no matter what storm you're going through, if Jesus is in the boat with you, you're going to be okay. Yeah. What it, comfort that brings. It is yeah. comfort. doesn't yeah. mean that it, the situations are going to be easy, but what will happen, you'll have an inner peace and comfort that you could not experience if you didn't have Jesus. Yes. Yeah. No despair uh, to the point where, you know, you just want to die. And, right. Uh, sometimes God takes us through those, what they call the dark night of the soul. You yeah, know? Absolutely. Um, but why does God take us through those dark nights of our soul? It's to produce character within absolutely. us. Absolutely. Yeah. It's to produce maturity. It's to produce the God characteristics that we are to imitate. Because remember, we are to reflect Christ. Yeah. And how can you reflect Christ? If you're not, if the dross is not coming from the top mm -hmm. in the heat of the storm. Yeah. Right. And we'll be no different than those in the world who don't know Christ. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's really a way to share God's light in us. Uh, right. To stand out right. from, from the world. Right. And some of you may still be saying, well, God doesn't allow things like, doesn't allow things like that to happen. Well, let's look at Paul's life. In, in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, uh, beginning with uh, verse 7, he says, So to keep me from becoming conceited because of the surpassing greatness of the revelations. You see, God is pouring out revelation upon revelation to Paul about Christ yeah. here. Okay, And so in order to keep him from being conceited, it says here in the second part of verse 7, A thorn was given me in the flesh. Now, a thorn in the flesh, that's, that's a storm. Mm -hmm. There's something serious going on in Paul's life here. It hurt. A thorn in your flesh doesn't feel good. Yeah, nagging. Nagging, uh, persistent. Yeah. Yeah, you feel the pressure, you feel the prick of the, of the pain. All you can think about is getting that thorn out. Right. Yeah. Right. It goes on to say, a messenger of Satan to harass me. God sent a messenger of Satan to Paul to keep him from being conceited. Why? To build Paul's character. Yeah, yeah. Because mm -hmm. pride's such a dangerous thing. God says, I don't want this to happen to you, Paul, so this is necessary for you. Right. And he says, my grace will be sufficient. And Paul 
submitted to that after three times of praying. I was just fixing to say, Paul pleaded three times yeah. for it to re be removed. No, Paul, my grace <laughs> yeah. is sufficient. Yeah. And when Jesus is in the boat with you, it's his grace. Mm -hmm. John chapter one, it's that grace upon grace upon grace. That's good. You know. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, I thought of a verse, I'm gonna, on the heels of that, uh, we've talked about James, we've talked about Jesus, we've talked about Paul, and then Peter also wants to encourage the Christians that he's writing to. And he says this in uh, his first letter, 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 12, he says, Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you as though something strange were happening to you. I love that. Yeah. But rejoice insofar as you share Christ's sufferings that you may also rejoice and be glad when his glory is revealed. Mm, so again, there's that refining uh, that we're going through. And I love that, that, that verbiage, as if something strange was happening yeah. to you. Why is this so, happening? So what's strange is if you're not in a storm or trial. Mm, that's Yeah. That's yeah. strange. Right. Maybe your walk with Christ isn't where you think it is if you're not in a trial. I'm not saying we're in a trial every day of our lives. We've all been in trials. We're in a trial now or a trial is coming That's or a right. storm. And we, we better be prepared right. for them. We better be prepared for it. So in response to the question that was presented to me over the weekend, though we live our life for Christ, though we're uh, men and women of prayer and of the word, and we're seeking Him in all areas of our life, storms will still come. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It will come. I don't know how, why God cho chose storms to refine us, but that's the way He's chosen to refine us. Yeah. And if you think about it, it's kind of beautiful. Yeah. And I think part of it is just our, still our human nature that um, is being refined. So we have a new principle in us that wants to glorify God. God's put His Spirit in us, but there's still this remaining flesh. Mm -hmm. And until Christ returns and we have our glorified yeah, body. Right. So in the meantime, I know myself, I'm lazy, and I am still, uh, still have carnal desires. And the only way God knows how to refine that and get that out of there is through trials. Through trials. He pushes you into the storm or allow <laughs> the storm to come. But while you're in the storm, he gives you the grace and the strength to overcome that storm. Yeah. We, I often say that everything you need for your Christian walk is given to you by Christ. Yeah. He leaves nothing out. Yeah. And it, the closer you are with God in the storm or preparing for the storm, through the storm, you know, the more you fall in love with God. Absolutely. And, and uh, it's not like this is such a dreadful mm -hmm. Christian life. Mm -hmm. uh, it's... In fact, quite quite the opposite, you know. I want to end on a, a quick story. A, a while back in my personal life, we were facing a storm as a family, and it was frustrating the entire family. And I prayed about it, about it and prayed about it, and one day the Lord said, Daniel, I'm going to take care of it. And so I found peace in that, mm -hmm. but my wife not so much so in the beginning. And I kept saying, but... God said he would take care of it, even though the storm was still going on around us. It was causing tensions. It was causing you that, you know, in your spirit, man, that just this gnawing, you know, yeah. you've ever been there. It just yeah. feels yucky, you know, yeah. and that's what was going on. And this went on for about a year. And one day I realized, wait, I don't feel that anymore. God took care of it. Mm. So there's peace 
in the storm if you trust in Christ. And it was a growing experience. It was a growing you. experience for me. It was a great growing experience. I remember experience. you telling yeah. me that. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, I've seen the hand of God move in our favor. But it wasn't because, okay, I, I didn't have peace because it was my favor. I just seen the justice of God work in a situation where he, there was no justice yeah. in the beginning. He handled it. He handled it. Yeah, so, that's yeah. good. So storms, let them be an encouragement to you. As, uh, as James would say, count it all joy. Yeah. All joy. Yeah. Anything else before we wrap up? I don't think so. I think that covered. Um, there's a lot there to chew on. There's a lot to chew on, yeah. And uh, some of the listeners may be going through a storm right now, and they need to hear that. And if you um, just need prayer, feel free to reach out to us, daniel at ipinio.com. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Or um, you can, if you know me personally, send me a text or give me a call. Yeah. Love you all. Yeah. God bless. I'll see you next week here at Coffee and the Bible. That's right. Bye. Bye.